Yo, what's poppin'? Real ones, Logan Murdoch, Roger Bell. How are you doing, my good man? Uh, I'm I'm doing well, my fine sir. Not as well as one James Harden would appear to be doing. James Harden is not. No, I think James Harden is having too much fun. That's the he problem. May, he may He's be out having too much fun. <laughs> So we talked about James Harden on the real ones. We talked about him going across state lines with the turn up during a pandemic. Preferential treatment. Preferential treatment in the league. We talk about. Is Paul George really going to be a Clipper for life? And, I don't and know. You threw too much shade my way for a young LeBron getting buckets. It's what he did, sir. I threw like a lot of dirt on Roger's yeah. name because a young LeBron just took him to school. Mm. 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 Tap into that and more on the real ones coming up next. It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find out what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available. And listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older, 18 and older in D.C., and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. Arby's better not catch you slacking on snacking with their new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps. And your choice of ranch, barbecue, honey, mustard, and a bonus flavor called Incredible Value. You can't taste it, but boy, is it sweet. Arby's two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. Popping y'all, man. It's real ones. Slogan Murdoch here. It's Raja Bell. How you doing, dog? What it do? Hey, and now that I'm with you guys, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. It's 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 been a crazy morning for you. We'll get to that in a second. But we have a bit of an announcement to make. This is the first show that we have of the new format for the real ones. Uh oh. Tell them the format, Logan. Yo, we, the format now is Monday and Thursday. You're gonna hear us. You're gonna hear me. You're gonna hear Raja. Oh on shit. The real ones. Oh. Shit, We're gonna be week. putting it in the chat every Monday and Thursday. That's what's up. Put it on your feed. How you? I'm juiced. How you what's feeling about this, bro? What's a feed? The, po- the podcast feed, like where the podcast goes on Spotify and oh. everywhere else you get podcasts. Don't put it on your feed. Put it on the feed, man. There you go. It's part of the new rollout <laughs> that we're having at the Ringer. Shout out to the mismatch feed. Mm-hmm. They are leaving us on the NBA feed and they're making their own feed. Oh, that's a big okay. deal, man. Shout yeah, out to Kevin O'Connor. Shout out to Chris Vernon. Also, we have a new Friday show. Something special coming on Friday. We'll let you guys stay in suspense for that. But I'm liking this little new format, man. I'm happy to be doing this with you, man, every every Monday and Thursday, bro. Shout out, man. We it, It's been fun doing this since, since we got both got on board. No doubt. And I have way, you know, there's not enough time in one episode to like argue with you about all the shit that we need to argue about. So two days a week is, is it's just what the doctor ordered, dog. I yeah, I got yeah. you. We're good. Yeah. I got a lot of stuff to argue with you about. Yeah. I do. I do, man. <laughs> also, man. So now that we got that out the way. Make sure you subscribe 
and follow along on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Your morning was wasn't also before we get to your morning. I just want to say Raja was so excited to do this pod in the new format <laughs> that he came last night. He came, he came on the pod, he came on the pod did the Zoom link last night. No one was around because we record on Monday mornings. But he was like, "Are we ready to go? Are we are we ready to go? What's what was going through your mind last night?" Listen, it was it was like the night before my first finals game in 01, bro. I was just ready to go. Like I stayed up all night running the game through my head. And so like the anticipation got to me, bro. I jumped the gun. I was here too early. Roger sends a picture in the group chat, like, where the hell are you guys? Sends a selfie. <laughs> and he's like, yo, what's going on? And we clearly said in this group chat that, yo, we're recording on Monday morning. It was what's not that on? clear, though. It was, it was very fairness, clear. It wasn't super clear. It said, we're, Sasha said that we're recording on Monday morning. Ha ha, my bad. Sorry. Uh, so I got, so I, listen, it's a lot going on. It's a lot. Okay. It's a lot. I, but listen, and what I did was I sat here for a little while. I got my thoughts together. I thought about how we were going to execute the two weeks. Like I was doing some work. I was being a professional. So I sat here and went through like my mental prep. Like I tell my kids on my basketball team, visualize it. It's a powerful okay. tool. So we visualized. Okay. All right. And then this morning, man, are you okay, bro? Like is this stuff that something that happened? I can't. Are I don't want to talk about it. I want to talk about it though. I want to talk about it. Like, do you know how to change a fuse in a fuse box? No. Like, cause you could get fucked up. Like you, if the power's on, like you could get fucked up doing that. So my son, who's doing homeschool, okay. the one room in our house, there's no power to it. So I went out like with my limited, like home improvement skills, tried to flip that circuit breaker. It wouldn't stay. Like, you know, you flip it, it flips right back. You flip it, it flips right back. So then you got to take the face of that shit off. Mm. But that's real electrician shit. Like I, so I'm not touching it. So I dealt with that all morning, which was a whole nother, you know. Okay. Bet. Yeah. For sure. But I'm, well, str- I- I'm straight. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. I'm just happy that you're all right, man. You know I what I mean? We're going a little later than usual. I'm just making sure you straight, player. I'm just making <laughs> sure you all right. Let's get to the shits. Let's get all right. Oh, let's you get like to the shits. Stats. Okay. Yo, let's get to the- So there, there's there's sometimes where like, just to give you guys behind the scenes, there's sometimes we're going through the week and we're like, uh, the NBA is like, I don't know what we're gonna talk about today. Like there's not really that many storylines. We're in the we're in the middle of the offseason. And right, I'm just thinking about things we're going to talk about. You know what I mean? You'll get to the rest in a second. But on Sunday, on Sunday, James Harden gave us a lot of fodder to go through. My man does not care about training camp right now. He does not care about the, 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 the time where you're supposed to report. This, this man, instead of going to the start of Houston Rockets training camp, my man went to the ice ball. For little baby, and spent three hundred thousand on his friend, the rapper racks three hundred racks. What, what exactly is the ice ball? So he, uh, it's where insanely rich people just just trade ice, I guess. And so, oh, so he spent three hundred, a uh, reported three hundred thousand on little baby, on I think a rich meal watch and some honey buns and some honey buns. Then must have been some good ass honey buns. Then all the while Houston has made moves, they have and straight cast as Sasha is, 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 has pointed out to us. While the Rockets are getting ready, they have traded for they have traded uh, Russell Westbrook. They have gotten John Wall. They are in the midst of training camp. All that is happening while James Harden is going to Atlanta. Then Raja he goes to Vegas and he's at strip clubs in Vegas and he's at Dre's in Vegas and. 
the Rockets don't know when he's coming in. He's supposed to, he says, no, I'm going to come in on Sunday. I'm going to come in for the night workout. Don't even trip. I'm there. Don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. Still don't show up for the Sunday night workout. Meanwhile, every place that he's going to does not have a mask. There's no mask in anywhere in sight. There's videos proof to show all of this. There's no mask within sight, right? Right as we're in the middle of a pandemic. Raja, I am flabbergasted. How do you feel about this right now? There's so much to unpack. Um, there's so much to unpack. Like uh, my first initial thought is I feel awful for Steven Silas, like yeah. who was who was brought into this situation. Um, you know, traded Russell Westbrook away. New and, head coach and, of the uh, new head coach of the Rockets, Steven. Yeah, Silas. Steven Silas. And so I feel terrible for him because you have no real relationship with James Harden. You you, you know. He's an MVP candidate every year. Everything the Rockets have done are, is, has been based around his skill set. And so you prepared for that coming in as a coach. And now you have to be sitting there thinking, like, there's a real good possibility that I'm not going to have James Harden this year. It could completely upset the apple cart in terms of the preparation that my staff and I have done for this upcoming season. So number one, feel real bad for Steven Side. Number two, clearly James Harden gives no fucks. Like, he is – he does not want to be in Houston. I don't care what, like, his Twitter says or – John Wall says, as it relates to like their conversations, um, if you if you want to be somewhere, you, you're going to respect that process. You'll at least be in town. You're not going to be, you know, in Atlanta at the ice ball or in Vegas at the strip club. Like you may have things to take care of at the house, which is an excused absence or, or in their immediate area. But you're not going to be traversing the country, going to people's birthday parties, and then talking out the other side of your mouth saying, you know, I I really want to be part of the Houston Rockets. So you know that's that's a shit show. And then. You know, the third part of what I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this no mask wearing? Like it happened. I live in, what the fuck? Like what Bro. is going down with the no mask? It is it is like scientifically tried and true that it can, you know, at least minimize the potential to spread the fucking virus. And I'm not even talking about James Harden because that's disrespect on a whole nother level is you're trying to get a season started. You're not going to be in the bubble. You're potentially exposing the club to having to shut down because you bring coronavirus into it. But just generally speaking, like out in these streets, what the fuck is wrong with wearing a mask? Yo, man, I see it. I mean, in the Bay, it's been a, they've been a lot better with using a mask in California. I see a lot of people. But when I go to see places like Atlanta, see places like Florida, who it's been reported Florida does not care. From, we don't care. We you don't guys care. do not care. We from do the, not care from the government side of things. You guys just do not care about this pandemic. No, DeSantis, right? DeSantis is actually like he's he would have you believe that, that like, it's not even happening. It right is now. not he even would, happening right now. Correct. It doesn't even exist. Right. Yes. Yes. And just for you to as James Harden to just going places anyway, just blow, blowing off training camp is one thing, right? Going out where there's no mask use is a completely other thing because you're putting your teammates at risk. You're putting the other teams at risk. Like, how would you feel if we're in the middle of a pandemic? You're this guy's teammate and he's not wearing a mask no matter where he's going. He already blew it, blew off training camp, but he's not wearing a mask right now and he's gonna say oh i'm just gonna go to the night workout it's all good don't even trip i'll be there no, no you're not no you're not. i won't <laughs> be there <laughs> like i i'm not gonna be there if james is gonna be there no it's completely disrespectful 
um, from, from, from that standpoint. And while blowing off training camp may be something that people are accustomed to in, in like the NFL, you know what I mean? And maybe other right. sports, I'm not, I'm not that, you know, familiar with how baseball works. And I've heard of people, you don't see that in the NBA too much. Like you really don't. And I know these are different circumstances than normal. We're starting, you know, around a, a different time of year, but you typically don't see dudes like missing and just blowing off training camp. Yo, and you see these videos of James. It's not like he's trying to duck and hide. Like, there's on on little on little baby's Instagram. It's literally him smiling as he's as little baby is on top of the, all this ice and honey buns. It's just it was just like yeah 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 go 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 little baby. Like, and then he flies across the country because you know like Atlanta's not too far from Houston. Nah, man, he flies all the way to Vegas and like yo, I'm about to just go to the strip club and chill out. You know what I mean? And this is it just. That's not a good look for the league either. It's not the league. I'm I'm look, the the league once you get to your your home city, like you're supposed to to some degree like shut things down for like 4 days or something like that where you're really not doing anything outside of your workouts or what's going on with your club and essential like grocery store runs or something like that. You're supposed to be laying low um and and preparing so that you can have these negative tests so that we can get into training camp. Everything that he's doing flies in the face of of not just the Houston Rockets training camp, but just general safety as the league has outlined it. You know what I'm saying? Well, what do you do, right? If you're front office, do you find the guy? Do you like what what are we like? I don't know because James Harden is also the face of your franchise, right? Because let's be frank, if anybody else was doing this, they'd be off the team or they would be reprimanded yeah. yesterday. You know what yeah. I mean? But he's James Harden. He's the face of the franchise. Do you you want to send a message, but he's already um he's already requested a trade. What are you doing as a front office member? Are you just I'm gonna just take this for the team? Like what what's going on? I mean, I would imagine that early in the process, um even if it was disrespectful and it's it's making you look bad and and probably weak as a front office, you would you would take some of it um, in, in hopes that you guys could get on the same page. He just needs to blow off a little steam and act, you know, a certain way for a minute. And then he'll come back to the reservation. We can, we can figure it out in one way or another that, 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 you know, we protect our asset, even if it winds up moving, he doesn't devalue himself. And then we can, we can figure it out. Um, there does come a point though, Logan, where, you know, that ship has sailed, you know, and I, I wonder like at what point that is for the Houston Rockets front office. I don't have the answer to that. At some point, you've disrespected us enough where, like, all right, bro, like, you know, we're going to do what we got to do. I'm just saying this from the optics. I'm not I'm not Kelly Eco of The Athletic. I'm not Jonathan Fagan of the Houston Chronicle. I'm meaning to say I'm not tapped in, tapped in like that. But from the out, the outside looking in, it looks like after that trade request went, and the Rockets said, nah, bro, you're going to sit tight and you're going to be here for a second. He was like, well, James Harden was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to wow. Like, you can't control me. You're going to trade me or not, or I'm going to go to these clubs. Right. Well, listen, I told a story, uh, you know, about, about an experience I had in Utah, right? And in retrospect, like, I, sh- I should have asked for the trade like he did. And if I had and they hadn't facilitated it, I mean, you know, what the fuck? I don't want to be here, you know? And and if that's that's what he does. But I'm just there are other there's there's a way to go about that business, man. Like you can you cannot be there and holding out and proving your point, Logan, without without even if I said in in, in a couple sent a couple breaths ago that that's not normal for the NBA, you could do it. You just don't have to be out there 
making it as public and as like as big of a health risk as you appear to be making it. You know what I mean? Like the optics of it just aren't great. Nah, not at all. And it it all comes back to COVID too, man. Like they're about to start preseason on Friday. You know, the NBA is about to open back up. I don't know how. He can't be a part of that. He can't be a part of that shit. Like he's, he's got a clear, like. Even, even if he's fine, right? Even if he's fine and doesn't have COVID, the optics of it, the NBA has to shut him down. They have to shut him down for at least a week. He has to be shut down. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that, just from an optic standpoint and the goodwill that the NBA has has gained over the last um, last summer with how they handled COVID. He has right. he has to sit down. He has to has to. You have to like, and you have to nip that. Look, you're, you're sending guys home now to be on their to be on the honor system, so to speak, with 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 this season, right? Nobody wants to be in the bubble. Like there was some real mental health issues along with other things that, that, that started to pop up in that bubble. It's unrealistic. We get it. But if you're going to let him set this tone before the season even starts and you do nothing as a league about it, you're not going to be able to control what happens next. There are too many, look, there are too many dudes. There, there are too many different places in their life. Like it's going to be a shit show. Can you trust James Harden now? As if you're his teammate or a front office person after what he just did? Uh... Could you I mean, trust him to go home and be like, hey, I'm gonna need you to go home, James? No, 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 no. I don't I don't think for someone who given the opportunity is going to be out, even if it's within the pandemic and not wearing a mask, um, I don't think I I don't think I could. Like it would it would be difficult. Especially in Texas, because like in the Bay, everything is shut down, right? Texas is kind of like Georgia and Florida, where they just they don't people is outside. Yeah, that. Hey, listen, I hear you, man. I went I went to a football game at the park the other day. My sons play. I've said this before. They play in their masks. They wear masks the entire game, and they got a visor on. Um, and so we let them play because just you know, mental health is a thing. Like them boys were starting to wild out at the crib. But when I walked into that park, there were hundreds of people, Logan, no one wearing a mask. And my dad looked at me. We walked up. He said, these motherfuckers don't believe in COVID. <laughs> I said, dog, I don't, Pops, I don't know what to tell you, man, but it's, it's bananas. Yeah. No. Nah. And oh, another thing that's really underrated about this is, like, I feel like back in your day, Raja, <laughs> you, could, you could at least get, a, y'all could at least get away yeah, there's some blowback of like missing training camp, but like in the digital age of cameras, bro, James can't hide. You know what I mean? Like at least if y'all went to, you know what I mean, like a club or somewhere was wilding out like this, it was all hearsay and urban legend. It's true. Yes, right? you were under. Yes, there. You, you know what I mean? You're not escaping the click these days, dog. There's no way to escape. I, what about that dynamic, man? Like, does that if you were in the league right now and you were. There's all these cameras. There's all these things. And, you know, you semi-famous. You know, you playing on the, on the Suns, you know, real revolutionary type team. How does how would you move during this time if, say, like that team was in around this time uh, in age? You're saying we're in this current pandemic type of situation? Like no, we're, we're just with, in this. Well, you're in a current pandemic situation. You're just talking all, about conducting yourself like in today's era. Like, yeah, yeah. man. Like, I, I've often had the conversation with dudes like this is like. Not just the sons, but if I was in college and, you know, some of the stuff that we did in college on a college campus that no one at the time could catch on video, like, you know, you would have probably forever ruined your chances of playing in the NBA just because you were doing dumb shit as a 19-year-old. Like, you know, I think a lot of these guys are 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 raised in the era, so they understand how to navigate it better, but we would have been in all kind of shit. Yeah. 
I couldn't. I could not imagine, man. And like, but that's what makes it even like even more lit for James Harden to be doing this because he. It's just an open defiance. He knows he's famous. He knows we're gonna see him do this. Yes, and he don't care. Yeah, he gives no. He gives none. He gives no f's. None. Well, um, let's take a quick break, and uh, we're gonna talk about my favorite subject: <laughs> the Clippers. The Clippers. <laughs> One second. We'll t- we'll be right back. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy. But the only words that you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. It's 3 p.m. and dinner is still hours to come. Maybe lunch didn't quite hit the spot. That's where the new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps from Arby's come in. Available in ranch, barbecue, and honey mustard. They're perfect for the afternoon snack attack or as an add-on to your meal. Arby's two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. This episode is brought to you by Visible Wireless. Want a wireless provider that always brings its A-game? Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon as low as $25 a month every month, taxes and fees included. And as if that wasn't already a huge win, you could use promo code RINGER20 to receive $20 off your first month just for listening to us talk about basketball. Not bad, right? You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com and use promo code RINGER20. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month. And we're back, and we're talking about the Clippers, Roger Bell. Now, you know, we're reading and prepping to get to this to this uh, this show, and you know, I'm just trying to figure out stories to write, uh, stories to read to kind of talk about this. And my man Yovan Baha, I hope I said that right. I love you, Yovan. He put out this really, really, really good um, piece on the Athletic. Okay, talking about Kawhi and the Clippers, and Kawhi PG and the Clippers, and why it just didn't work. Right? Why it just didn't. Um, why last season just didn't work and the chemistry issues and things like that. One of the biggest takeaways of that was how Clippers players were mad at the preferential treatment that Kawhi Leonard got. Like he could fly, he could live in San Diego, which is about two, two and a half hours from LA and still play in LA. Sometimes he was late to flights and other guys were pissed just about the treatment that him and PG got that were, that was different than the rest of the team. Right. And my first reaction to this, and a great job by Yovan. He did a great job on this article. My biggest takeaway from this is why is why do you why are you phased by by stars getting preferential treatment? If that if that's just the league, bro, that is just the league for right, uh, right. Uh, if yeah, you're a superstar, I mean, you're getting preferential treatment, bro. There is right? definitely there is definitely preferential treatment, and it's understood. Um, 
the difference for the Clippers for me is like those guys haven't earned any real rights with that team. They're just brought in. Do you know what I mean? Like, so there's preferential treatment for, you know, Le- 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 first of all, let's put LeBron in another stratosphere of a player, right? Like he's not, I don't, I don't care what you say about Kawhi. Kawhi's not LeBron. Like I don't, he's not. So Le- LeBron um, is in another, like another league in terms of the preferential treatment. But to a good point that Sasha made earlier, LeBron is a, a, a culture bringer to your organization. Like he organizes things for guys to do together. He's a bringer together of people. He's having the wine outings. Like when we're on road trips in Cleveland, you know, and I'm on the road as, 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 um, you know, kind of the general manager's proxy on the road. Like he's the one getting the guys together and developing culture and kind of driving that push for the, for the winning culture. So if he gets some preferential treatment, no one is tripping. But if a guy just comes into an organization, um, you know, it's not really a culture driver, just kind of there as maybe even just a mercenary type of figure. Like you, you were going to feel some kind of way because they were a good team before he came in and they did it all as a collective group with no preferential treatment. So don't just come to the team, not have much to do with the situation and then ask for preferential treatment and be given it. You you could get some rough, uh, ruffle feathers off of that. Okay, but there's been plenty of examples of that happening, man. Like Where? It's when? A- uh, in the Golden State, when Kevin came to an already ready-made thing, of course he got preferential treatment. He was Kevin Durant. Yeah, but like that, you got right, other- right. All superstars get it though. Didn't Steph Curry get preferential treatment too? Yes. Yeah. What about Clay? Yes, they earned it. It's yeah. a st- he's but but they're the stars. The, the di- okay, so the difference there, while while it is. Uh, the difference for me is that you also have guys that have already been on that team receiving the same preferential treatment. So this isn't just going to be something we do for the new guy. We've got guys who are already stars in our building that we do that for. The difference is the Clippers were only doing it for the two new dudes. That's a bad look. But I think there needs to be a little bit more self-awareness, man. Like, I'm sorry, dude, the person that's making two mil a year. Like, you're not Kawhi Leonard, you know? You're not Paul George. Dog, that's facts. And I don't think that, oh, well, some guys are disillusioned and think that they, I've seen that before, but most of us are not. We understand like that there's going to be a modest, look, there are degrees of everything. Like there's, there's, you know, preferential treatment, like he ain't going to practice today or, or, you know, okay. Give him, yes. that's fine. Yes. Yeah. Like we're good. But Okay. But my thing is this though, like, Eve, like, I think this isn't uncommon, bro. You need to just. It do, I don't think the culture part necessarily matters when it's a star player, man. Like, I don't think, like, I love this guy. He's one of my favorite players of all time. He's also your teammate, Allen Iverson, right? Yeah. Also, didn't always show up to practice. Didn't always, like, you know what I mean? Wasn't always on time. However, sure. he got preferential treatment, didn't he? he was, you weren't treated like Allen Iverson. Of course, of course not. He got preferential treatment. But, you know, AI was another culture driver, man. AI was a beloved figure in that locker room. So when you are that, um, I guess people are people are cooler with you, you know, uh, abusing your rights to have some preferential treatment, to, for lack of a better way to put it. But if you're not going to be the culture driver, the guy who everyone loves to be around, the, when you are there, you're the clown. Like, you know, AI just had a way about him, bro. People like to be around him. He was funny. He was laughing. He was joking. He was singing. He was, you know, if you're not that guy and people don't really know you and then you roll in the building and you don't really want to be around, dude, you got us waiting around. I'm a grown fucking man too. Like, mm. I ain't trying to be sitting around. My time is money. You know mm. what I'm saying? I got kids. 
Like, I'm not sitting around waiting. I don't want to be sitting around every day waiting for you. Once in a while, I'll bet. So it's the responsibility of the person that's getting the preferential treatment to be responsible with it, is what you're saying. Yeah, dog, don't abuse. It's like anything. Like, don't abuse. Don't rub my nose in the fact that, I, that, that this is what it is. And we know it to be that. But just respect it. Like, use it and keep it moving. Yeah, I, I feel that. But there's also another thing, right? Like, the Clippers front office is also trying to appease the players, but they're also trying to appease Paul George and Kawhi, who are on who are on contract years, both of them, right? So if it don't get happen right, if it doesn't happen this year, it's going to be a vastly different team, and that would mean twice in the past decade that the Clippers have fumbled the bag with superstar players, right? Yep. Uh, this was always this was look this was always in my opinion, going to be a really a really sensitive way, like situation, and they'd had to navigate it perfectly to be able to pull it off. You had a team a couple years ago that was predicated on no real stars, playing hard as hell, us against the world, blue-collar, hard-hat mentality, and exceeding all expectations. And then you you take that DNA away when you drop in Kawhi and Paul George, and, and, and that changes everything and it just wasn't handled well you know and so how would you have, is, how can you handle that what do you do i mean you have to listen dog you chose to come here we're holding you to to the same standard as everybody else yes there's going to be a little bending of a rule here and there you might get a night off that i don't know lou williams might not get or landry shamit may not get it but we are not going to turn this into the paul george and Kawhi rules and then everyone else's rules. That's going to fracture our locker room. We cannot do that. And you got to be, they got to respect you. you. You have to know, it's like raising a kid, man. And even though these are, it's probably not a great analogy, but like they got to have some respect for you. Like they may not love what you're saying to them, but they got to respect the fact that you're going to stand up there and say it and hold them accountable for it. Otherwise, it, turn, it, it you lose all credibility. And they're, they were also mad that like, and this is something that I've seen firsthand, that Kawhi and PG would take super long at the end of games to speak to the press. So that means that more than likely, like Trez was, Montrez Harrell was talking, was speaking up for the team and speaking like Lou Williams, all these other guys are speaking up. And it's like, no, nah, man, superstar, you speak up for the team. And stop, you know what I mean? Stop always ducking out or taking an hour and a half when you're not doing anything and go talk to these people. Right. Well, I mean, I don't feel. Is that a thing or no? Is that I've a thing? Never, I mean, I could see where you might get annoyed by it, but I could say, yeah, you take care of your own business there. Like, hey, I'd tell him, hey, ask Kawhi. Like, I don't, I don't have a great answer for that. Like, that's that's my that's my um, answer to Logan Murdoch asking me pointed questions about the team that I clearly don't run. Hey, dude, you know, either like I Sasha. feel comfortable. She runs yeah. the team. Sasha runs the shit. Sasha shoots all the shots. Shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I mean I, I I do like I think that there's a bit of give and take right like we talked about this earlier Kawhi needs to be a bit more Kawhi and PG feels like needs to be a bit more responsible with their privilege and it's even weird to say that okay I don't know I wouldn't say privilege let's say with the concessions that they get right they need to be a bit more responsible with that right not to rub it in people's faces or at least be a leader with it right or at least be show a little bit more charisma and show, put your arm around some players or something, right? If this yes. is your team. And I think the other side of it is these players need to get a little bit more self-awareness and be like, hey, I'm not Kawhi or PG. It's just not me. Um, I, I think that's fair. Um, I, I, I would say that, 
in a team building environment, I would lean more towards the first than the second being the right answer. Like you guys are, you guys going to have these special rules. Like people are going to make accommodations for you. You are the best players that comes with some responsibility. It comes with some driving of culture, some, you know, ingratiating yourself to other guys on the team, some lifting of spirits, like to whom, uh, what much is given much is expected like that's you have to step up to with the great plate, power right? comes great responsibility correct all of that stuff yes um there's another thing with the clippers and we, we alluded to this before that pg and Kawhi are in contract years right now and pg say said something that was very very familiar he said he wants to retire a clipper you've heard that before He's, I've seen him. There was a graphic that I saw. I, I forget yeah. <laughs> who did the graphic, but they said it was the quote. So when he was in Indiana, he's like, man, I want to I want to see this thing through, guys. This is where I want to be. Next year, he was traded because he wanted to leave. He requested a trade to go to OKC. OKC, they brought Nas out to Oklahoma City when he, you feel me, Nas, God? They brought him to Oklahoma City when he signed, when he re-signed to be in OKC. He's like, this is where I want to be. Right. A year later, he asked to be traded. Now he's saying that he wants to be a Clipper and retire a Clipper. I'm I'm about to get to that. I'm about to get to that, right? Go ahead. Then he says, I want to retire a Clipper. Do you believe him? No. No, I I shouldn't say no. I shouldn't say no. Yes, I believe him. Uh, Do I believe that he will require retire a Clipper? No. Um, Listen, you could feel one way about the situation, Logan, like in really believe like this is where i want to be forever and things unfold over the next three or four months and you're singing a different tune like that's why do players do this why do the players do this when they're when they are um i feel like there's a win it's not a it's a lose-lose situation if you say i want to retire somewhere i'm going to be here long term right then you then people are holding you to that word but then when you do a kevin durant or or lebron it say, hey, I'm keeping my options open. I'm keeping my uh, free agency. You know, I'm keep, I'm wanna, I want to explore free agency, right? I'm keeping those options open. Then they're like, man, why are you not loyal? Why are you not doing it? What do you do? What do you say? Do you just be quiet? Do you be like, no comment? Like, what, what do you do when someone asks you these questions? Well, we're in a day and age where you can't just be quiet, um, which is crazy to me because I'm always like, I wouldn't, ju- I would just not answer it. I would just be like, yo, dog, like, no, whoever said that an NBA player has to get up there and spill every secret to the media? Like, they bring it on themselves. Just if you want to answer, it. y'all do it though, but y'all do but it. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, look, if there's some shit you don't want to answer, just don't answer it. But to your point, you can't win. You can never win as a player. You're never going to make everybody happy. You will have the people that want you to be loyal to the club. You'll have people that are fans of yours that, that want you to do what's best for you. Like, you can't win. I would just say, like, maybe the max guys, this isn't a great um, way to explain it, but, like, like say, I don't know, like, a, a, a player, you know, I don't want to use myself, but a player like me who was saying I want to be in, you know, Miami forever. Like, and my, it's my contract year. Like, there's some good – there's some good graces that I'm in with the club there. It gives them a sense of like me really wanting to be there and be a part of it. If I'm still good enough that they deem me worthy of being there. And then also, you know, if there are other suitors out there, like maybe I drive up a little bit of a market for myself. Maybe they got to come in a little higher because they know I want to be in Miami for, for life. I don't know. That's just, you're asking me why people would do it. There are a number of reasons someone might say that. As a teammate, do you really even care about these things? Because on the one hand, 
yeah, I'm, I want to play with you, Paul, but like, also, I don't know if I'm gonna be here either. Do y'all, do y'all no. trip off of that? Okay, no, no one's tripping off of that. You're only tripping off of that if you are like tied to the player, like Anthony Davis and LeBron. Like, if you've got ties to that player, him being the reason you came somewhere, you know, having contracts structured around the same length and stuff, you care then. But like for someone like me who was a supporting cast and I was going to be moving and, you know, I was a, a piece in a trade here and there, like I'm not tripping off of what, whether LeBron wants to retire a Laker or not. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, so if you're Jared Dudley, you're not tripping on what, what uh, LeBron wants to do. Well, I, I mean... Once, once I'm there, I'm there. Like, but like if LeBron's, if LeBron's saying, "Hey, I'm out of here in a year," I'm not probably not signing a four year deal in L. A. If if I got other suitors, you know what I'm saying? Like, it would affect it in that. But I'm not walking around a locker room reading in the middle of December that LeBron's questioning whether he wants to be a Laker for life. If I'm in there on a two year deal, it's like, okay, man. Do players like, really know, do y'all know when players are leaving before they dip? Like, do you guys know that? Um, yeah, he's out of here. In, in some cases, not not in all though. Some guys play their cards close to the vet. I think it depends on the relationship you have with with the player. Like I might hear something in a locker room from Logan um, and know it, but I'm way closer to Logan than than a lot of other people are. So I might not share that with the rest of the locker room. So I knew the locker room didn't necessarily know. You know? Okay. Yeah. Don't tell nobody, Roger. <laughs> Chill out. Um, Chill out. Keep but, on the low. but yeah, I I just. I, I know that there's a no-win situation. I probably would have just been like, yeah, I don't want to comment on that. Like, We'll talk about that when we talk about free agency. And then you can just dead it. You can just dead it for, for the rest the of the time. That's the way you handle it. That's the yeah. way you handle it. You should do um, workshops, like offer your services as a media member for dudes to oh, evade just, questions and put it to bed. Yeah, do some consulting. I'm sure there's good money in that. I might have to yeah. do that. Hey, yo, if y'all, any NBA people listening, I'll I do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hook up with the major player like in the um in the agent world, bro, and just put together like real workshops for their incoming clients on how to deal with the media and evade questions. Boom. Sounds really lucrative. Business plan. Let's do it. Let's get it, man. For sure. Okay. Um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so we were talking about also before the rundown, something I really wanted to uh to 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 run by you. Chris Haynes reported that of Yahoo Sports reported that um that the NBA will be implementing a new resting policy for this season with teams prohibited from resting healthy players for any profile nationally televised game and a violation could result in a fine of at least $100,000. That's a lot of bread. Raja. Not to the club, though. Not to the club, but like yeah. it, it's, 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 show, 100 grand is 100 grand, Wayne. It's 100 you know grand. I mean? I'm with you. It's 100 man. grand. But my thing is this. Is that something that we should be doing, man? Like, or should we be forcing these guys to play on television? Like, should we do that? I get it from a from a, a television standpoint and a viewership standpoint. NBA needs bread right now. They they can't be messing around. You can't like in any other year. You could probably get away with it a little bit. You can't do it this year. We need these stars online. So, what do you do? Do you play LeBron fifteen minutes on the second night of a back to back? Like, how do you how do you manage something like this? Because it seems a little tough. We just had Danny Green tell us that LeBron wasn't going to play for the right. beginning of the season. Um, yeah, I listen. Oh, you answered. You answered your question. Yes, you have to do it this year um, because you can't afford to not have those guys, uh, you know, you know, playing in the games that matter the most that are going to drive the revenue that are going to help you, you know, navigate you know, the season and the pandemic. So there's got to be something in place that's going to stop people from doing what they've done over the last few years, which is just 
pull guys out and sit them. Like this is a this is a two way street. Like this, the, the players have to hold up their end of the bargain um, as well as the league, right? So players have to be willing to step up and do what they got to do so the league stays healthy fiscally. If that means playing, you know, in nationally televised games, then you need to do that. I don't really have the answer. Maybe you scale their minutes back. I would hope that the league did their due diligence when making the schedule and really factored some of that in and and tried their best to mitigate the amount of back-to-backs that LeBron would be playing on nationally televised games or someone like LeBron because that could help a team out. You know, you just rest him on another game. It doesn't necessarily have to be the televised game. So I'm you could still rest, Kaz. Just don't do it when we're playing on national TV and we need all this viewership. So does that mean like LeBron plays like he, he does, just doesn't play on a regular January game, right? He just doesn't play a lot of these games unless it's nationally televised. That would, would, I feel like that's a good compromise. If I'm LeBron, I'm just saying, well, I guess I'm just playing nationally televised games. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't have their schedule in front of me. Um, I would imagine he's going to need to play more than just the nationally televised games for the Lakers and, and, and for him to be, you know, uh, uh, really firing on all cylinders. But I do think that you would see him still being rested in situations um, that aren't going to cause the team or the league harm. Um, and he'd be playing his nationally televised games, but he's still going to sit. You still have to manage these guys. The NBA season, when it's normal and you're going to start in October, at the end of October and play through June, is a grind, man. That thing is, you know, people don't, you know, people just see the guys when they get out there to play. And by that time, like, I've had my two cups of coffee, I drank my Red Bull. I felt like shit when I got up because I played last night in Minnesota. We got into, I don't know, Cleveland at 2 in the morning. I got into my hotel room at at 2.45, but my bags didn't show up to my room until 3.45, so I couldn't go to sleep. So now I'm going to bed at 3.45. I got to wake up for a breakfast morning, a breakfast meeting at 11. Like, I've tried to ice, but we were on a plane, so I couldn't ice. Um, You know, there's a lot. Now I'm in the gym at 5 o'clock trying to get my body ready to play, and this was the seventh like night and the fifth game on a road trip. Your body, when you get into that arena, is like, no, bro, I do, I'm not doing this again. Like, I'm not playing. But you got to get ready to play. Yeah. I don't, it always, like, when we talk about road stories, it always amazes me how you guys can, like, get at least play some semblance of an NBA game, right? Like, you guys can just play at a high level. Just even on a back to back, I remember there was a uh, when I was on when I was on the Warriors beat, there was a San Antonio Minnesota back to back, which meant like we had to fly out of San Antonio at like the team flew the night after they flew right after the game from San Antonio Minnesota. We had to fly as a media stat media contingency six a.m. flight from San Antonio to Minnesota and then go play, go watch a game that night. We were dead. There was nothing that I could do as an immediate right. member. I I don't I don't think I could run in a straight line. The <laughs> fact that you guys were able to play and play effectively, that is mind-boggling. Logan, they, now it's what you sign up for. No one's complaining about it necessarily, but it's it can be a grueling, grueling season. I we were on a 17-game win streak. We had two 17-game win streaks, I believe, one season with the with the Suns. So we were in Denver. Um, we were supposed to extend that, but a major blizzard hit Denver. So we were locked in um, to our hotel and our rooms in in Denver. Like the hotel started running out of food. We'd go to the Pepsi Center to practice, but we couldn't play the games and we couldn't get out. And so 
like two days later, we had a game at home against Washington. It was a nationally televised game. So we can't leave Denver until the day of the game. Um, so you need an we, exemption for that, right? I'm sure. Huh? You need like an exemption for that too, right? I'm sure. Yeah. Well, we didn't have shit. What they did was they drove us to Colorado Springs from Denver where we could get out. I'm assuming because it's like, you know, I think the air force is up there or something like that. So we were able to get on a plane. The game was like a Tuesday or Wednesday. So let's say it's Tuesday morning. We play that night. We get on a plane. We drive to Colorado Springs, fly to Phoenix, get into Phoenix at like four o'clock, four 30. The game's at seven. So we go right to the arena. You get a shower and try to like, wake your senses up and then we go out on national TV and have to play Gilbert Arenas and then I mean, we lose like we lose but I mean it's expected that we lose right like there's no way you're going to have your body in, in good like shape to play a basketball game Gilbert just fired y'all up huh just, just I mean, dropped probably gave like... us 50 none yeah. of them were on me though oh okay no. for sure <laughs> For sure. No, yeah, all right. That's what they all say. But it is gonna be it is gonna be interesting. Um, before we get out of here, no real no real one of the week. We're gonna we're gonna th- push that to Thursday. But there was a clip that I saw of you of real ones fans sent me. Really? Of you? Uh uh-uh. uh. And uh-uh. LeBron. LeBron dropped forty six. Uh. On you. Oh, that's that bullshit you sent me on on the on yeah, the. It was on Instagram. The, Somebody sent shout out to a homie that sent it on Instagram. Said let's discuss this on the show, and I want to discuss this on the show. Discuss right? it, like you and the homie that sent it to you. What happened in the game? What I so say let to me, you? Let me let me see. Let's let, let's 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 get it here. Right. So it was basically it was a moment in time. LeBron was in his early. This was in 2006. LeBron gave 46, eight assists, five threes. Just crawled. Great ball. He he's giving it to he's giving it to Sean Marion. You got some time with him. You guys. Yeah. He was just just oh uh, Leandro Barbosa just getting him in the post. Uh. It's just oh he's just going hard. LB and I were too small. We we had no business guarding him in the post. Oh, but he no, wasn't no, no, a this great. This is on you. This is this is on you in the post with yeah. LeBron without a post game was just giving it to you right now. Just just ah uh, you know it just doesn't even care. He's doing step backs. He's just giving you the business right what now. What are we? What are you doing right now? Like, what are you? I'm looking why are, at the why highlights are you, of it well, right why now. Why are you doing? Why are we doing? Okay, here's what I would say to that. What happened? I'm saying what happened. That he's he was a really, really, really good 21 year old who was way too big for me to be playing in the post. And you knew he was special back then. Look, I'm a, I hit LeBron um, in Utah. I think was was he Utah his first year in the league when I was in Utah the first time around might have been. Like, I caught him come off a screen. I tried to hit him with that quick bow in the chest. Like, you know, as he's running by, just like, spa. Like, hey, wake up, bro. Like, let's see what... And he looked at me and chuckled. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so oh, my thing okay. is, is uh, when you're guarding a small little LeBron, or not a small LeBron, a, a, a younger LeBron, right? And he hasn't, like, proven himself on this level yet. He's In your eyes, he's still like an 18, 19-year-old, right? So he's like, come on, man. What are we doing? Like, I, I can do this. He's just a kid. Let's go relax. And then he shows, and then you see him in person, and it's like, oh, okay. No, no. You knew he was, you, I mean, you knew he was 19, but you knew he wasn't, you know, your typical 19. There was always like, yo, this, 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 this cat can do it. Now, the good news for us was, and I don't think you touched on it, so allow me to, like, we definitely won that game. Like, they never beat us. Um, and if you look at the box score, yours truly probably was somewhere in the 20s. I used to love playing the Cavs because at the time, 
while I guarded LeBron, no one really ever guarded me when I played the Cavs. So I got a lot of buckets and we typically got the W. Um, so I would just say that to you and said, homie, who sent you that. Good for LeBron, hot 46 and a losing effort. Take that with you. Ooh, see, I love talking to athletes, man. Y'all just it's all y'all gonna get the upper hand some kind of way, right? <laughs> Even if it's clear, because there's a couple dog, clips where we man won the we won the like LeBron is the could be at the end of the day the best player to ever play in the game. Like he's going to have 40 on you sometimes. I would then say, hey, good 46, bro. Good for you. Who for won sure. the game? I just wanted to do that. It's fun. Like, if you ever want to just say, yo, this article you wrote was trash. How could you even think about this? This other person just <laughs> outwrote you forever. More than happy. We're, we're free to do that. All right. Go ahead. To, I just to look up some of your shit, too. Look up some of the shit, you know, on my, on my, uh, on the. Who on was the, the homie? Who was the dude who sent it to you, man? We, let we got. See, bro. Let me go on Instagram. Yeah. Let me see. I don't know. Let me, let's shout bro out. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. It's uh, Hayes Griggs. Uh, Hayes underscore Griggs, right? Hayes and he mentioned me in a com- he mentioned me in a comment. He said, "Look at Raja getting bullied by a young LeBron. You got to ask about this." Damn, Hayes Griggs. Okay, I feel you, bro. You know what I'm saying that's what he said. You know what I'm saying? The streets are saying. You know what I mean? How about how about this? I just I I found out I had a degenerative like disc in my back earlier today. So like my basketball hooping days are done. But if are they you done and- today? No, not not done officially. But like okay. at, at but if you and Hayes Griggs want to like catch a flight down to South Florida, like you got the hoop I, court right there, y'all, huh? Hey, y'all, y'all could try to guard me. I make it look just like LeBron did on me. We could do that. Ooh. I'm fouling the shit out of you, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> fouling the shit out of you, bro. I don't care. Straight, you feel me? Straight, straight elbows to the back. Yeah, like take that. Where, where's that disc again? Let me get that. Yeah, ah, uh, uh, that's pretty cool though. That's dope. Hey, that, that, Hayes, we feel you, bro. It's all good, man. You know, yeah, we ain't NBA good. players. We still want to roast y'all, though. You know what it's I mean? Like good. I said, if you see anything from me writing on, like, the fifth night, fifth game in six nights, and I just want to go home, and I just, I'm just i just throwing some words on the script, <laughs> it's all good. Just, just you can do that. Be, be, you know? I'll call you. I'll put you on blast. I got you. All right. Yeah. Well, that was another edition of The Real Ones. You can catch us on wherever you get your podcasts. Check out The Mismatch two days a week on their own feed. Respect. Got a little surprise for you on Fridays, and we might have a special guest on the real ones on the next episode. So you what? Which is Thursday. Which is thicker, thicker Thursday. Um, so, you know, tap into that, man, wherever you guys get podcasts. But, you know, listen to it on Spotify if you got it, man. We'll see you on, wait, Thursday. Oh. Uh, holla. <laughs>